0: Welcome to CarPro USA, the place for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Jerry Reynolds is the CarPro, and he had his own dealerships for decades, winning USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award twice. Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick, and he gets to ride shotgun with Jerry, as long as he doesn't hang his head out of the window. Here they are now on CarPro USA.
1: Thank you for joining us. This is car Pro USA, and the website is CarProUSA.com. And we're here to help you make a good smart car buying decision. I'm, uh, I've been talking about trade values now for several weeks because they leaped up and have continued to climb, uh, something that we saw last June. It's a bubble. It won't last long. But while it's here, if you've got a trade in, And you think you're upside down in it? You're probably not. If you're coming up on the end of a lease in the next six months, you'd be wise to look at some numbers right now to see if you have equity because there's a good chance you do given the market. Uh, And as a matter of fact, if you're not sure how to do that, go to carprousa.com, click the menu button at the top right, and go to my FAQ page. And there is an article there. The very first thing you'll see. End of lease options. And I'll walk you through how to find out if you've actually got equity or not. If you do, I'd bail out right now. I'm gonna tell you. Because, you know, you're probably looking at the difference between putting some money in your pocket and then at the end of your lease just walking away with nothing. So it it it's just an odd time as far as trade values go. Something they're more exaggerated now than they were last June when we saw this happen. And that was all related to COVID. Now, it's related to uh, new vehicle shortages. Uh, the microchip problem that's shutting down assembly plants. New cars are going to get short in supply. There's no doubt There's no doubt that that's going to happen and has al- already started. So, the dealers are stocking up on used cars and they're fighting each other tooth and nail to get inventory. So, they're paying way more than top dollar. That's where we stand today. My trusty sidekick, Kevin McCarthy, is with me. And you have a friend who regularly drives, I think, from
2: Oklahoma down to Texas and back and passes a Ford dealership that he pays attention to their inventory.
1: Yeah, right around the Texas-Oklahoma border. And what's he been seeing? He says they typically have 60 to 70 F-150s out in front, and today they have four.
2: And that's not likely to be replenished in a big way this no, month. No, there's
1: not going to be anything in the pipeline. I mean, Ford's building trucks still, but they're parking them. But they're pushing them off the assembly line out into a big parking area until they get the microchips, and then they'll go back and install them. Never seen that before.
2: You know, you are the foremost expert on the auto industry as far as I'm concerned. I'm far from the foremost expert on the microchip industry, but it's one I follow very closely.
1: Yes. <clears throat> every
2: two days, I see a little story from another one of the companies that I follow. They say, you know, we had hoped to increase production or be back and da 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 by X day. Well, never mind. It's going to be another six weeks or so. And those are happening every two or three days. By all the biggest players it's not going to get fixed real soon
1: no that's right that's exactly right um and and it may get worse before it gets better we're just gonna have to see I, i you know all this industry has been through starting last march with covid and shutting assembly plants and shutting dealerships and you know get through that and then come back starting this year all you know chipper and ready to go and the the first quarter was very successful as far as sales i had those numbers for you in this uh, newsletter that came out yesterday um and then all of a sudden this starts to take hold mm. and it's just you know it's one thing after another but you luckily the auto industry is very resilient i have been driving this week the volkswagen id4 all-electric suv and i rushed uh, to get the review up last night at carprousa.com so you could see it today because I'm 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 going to be talking about it a lot and how taken aback by this vehicle that I was the my first electric experience of saying wow this is a car I would own and that's certainly the case with the VW ID4 I don't know VW says they're gonna have all electrics in their lineup by twenty twenty five. I think that's pretty aggressive. But if this one is any indication of what's to come from Volkswagen, I tell you a lot of people are gonna switch. And and I know many people have been hesitant to make that leap from gasoline engines to all electric. This one I believe would work for most people. I haven't
2: been interested very much at all. This one it's got me going, you know, how soon can I get on the list?
1: Yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, it's it's spectacular inside and out, and the way it drives and the acceleration. Uh, it's just, it's, it's amazing. I can't believe, I just can't believe that I would uh, have such feelings for an electric car. I've not had one yet that I did, and I did like the Mustang Mach-E. But I had to park it after four days because I, I ran out of range, and I couldn't get enough battery power to it that I could continue to drive it. This one, I left this morning. I've left every morning this week with a full charge. Let's talk to Wayne in Houston. Hello, Wayne. How can I help you?
3: Yes, sir, Jerry. How are you today?
1: I'm good, man. What's up?
3: Oh, uh, i got a comment and a, and a question. We talked a year ago. I was looking for a vehicle for uh, seven passengers. i got grandkids. And I, wondered, I was interested in the safest vehicle, and, and you, you, were, you were kind of leading me to the Highlander and the Pilot. Yeah. And I, I, end, I ended up getting the Sequoia. And I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, you and I are about the same age, probably grew up with V8 engines. Yep. There is nothing like driving that V8 <laughs> Sequoia. I'm telling you, on the road, it is a dream come true. They're
1: spectacular. I'm, it's not the it's, most exciting SUV on the road, but it's probably the best.
3: It really is. It's a it's a fantastic ride. Uh, it's seven thousand pounds, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I may have to pay twenty five percent or thirty percent more for gasoline. But I'm gonna tell you the safety uh, value of that thing. Uh, I mean, I know you're talking electric vehicles, but I, I don't know what how, how an electric vehicle would do up against a seven thousand pound vehicle.
1: Yeah, I don't either, and we're gonna find out because they're coming. Um, yeah, and, and you know this this electric I'm driving this week. This is what I've been talking about for years, saying they've got to improve the range, they've got to shorten the, the charging time. Uh, looks like Volkswagen has done it, so I, I'm with you on Sequoia. I love it. I drove one for a week uh, up in in uh, Northern California on vacation, and I just thought it was spectacular as far as the way it handled doesn't feel like a 7000 pound suv i'm glad you got one my friend and enjoy it and always let us know if we can help you
0: jerry reynolds the car pro knows the stuff that you don't know so call car pro usa 1-800-926-7777
2: Thanks for joining us on CarPro USA. Kevin McCarthy riding shotgun with Jerry Reynolds, looking at the list of the top 25 selling SUVs, all sizes, for the first quarter of the year. No surprise. Whoopee, the Toyota RAV4 cleaned everyone's clock. Honda CRV wasn't too far behind. The Nissan Rogue, a little more behind, and then a big drop off before you hit the Explore the Highlander, the Equinox, etc.
1: Yeah, that's just. I mean, the,
2: the big com- three
1: compact SUVs are the hottest segment going right now, and that's you know that's uh, said in my review of this Volkswagen ID Four all electric. That Volkswagen is very smart to make their first electric entry into that segment. Is it compact? That would be. I mean, is it? Gonna- it it's it's not small, but it would fall into the compact category. Okay. It's not. It's not mid-sized, True. Um, as far as you know, overall size, but uh, it's it's nice and roomy. I will tell you that. Let's talk to Casey in Thousand Oaks, California. Hello, Casey.
4: Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How are you?
1: Doing good, brother. What can I do for you?
4: Well, hey, I'm in a bit of a pickle. I'm actually riding my bike to my mechanic to go pick up my vehicle that they said I have to have my engine replaced. It's a 2014 Ram 1500, and I I love the vehicle. But I don't want to spend ten grand to replace an engine.
1: No, <laughs> so,
4: I actually was reading your article about that new electric VW. Right, very intriguing. Yes, my my cha- my challenge is I do a lot of driving in a day, back and forth, stopping. I'm in sales, so I'm stopping at accounts, et cetera. It's the charge I'm concerned with. Is that something that I mean? Basically, is gas going to be better for me versus electric, or you know what I mean? That's I just don't. Ha- I just don't know how the longevity of that vehicle is going to be as far as getting to and fro all day.
1: Well, it'll it'll do. I mean, Volkswagen says two hundred and fifty miles of range. Um, right. I'm I've actually had the meter go up to two hundred and seventy two miles, uh, which okay. is a lot of driving in Southern California. Yeah. Um, And I don't
4: do that much driving in a day, but I do quite a bit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it would would work out fine for you. I mean, you guys guys have got more chargers and fast chargers than any place in the country. So a lot of places you go to park that car, there'll be reserved parking there for electric vehicles. And Volkswagen pays for external charging for three years. And when you're you're driving the car, the navigation system will direct you to the nearest charging station that Volkswagen supplies. And you can get, and I'd have to look at my review again, but in a short period of time, you can pick up a lot of range. I mean, like 60 miles of range in 10 minutes with one of the fast chargers. Wow. Wow. So if if you do start running low then you know you you'll be fine. Now if you plug it in every night it'll it'll take you back to 250 260 miles and I'm going to tell you another thing. It's been warm in Dallas this week. So we've been mm-hmm. in the 80s. So I've run I'm running the air conditioner the entire time and there when I go to work there's a tollway that i use i drove this car 80 miles an hour for a long stretch and still the range stayed up there so i don't think you'd have any problems in the world casey with it if you want to be safe look at some hybrids um and and you know the plug-in hybrids like the toyota rav4 are fantastic you're you're going to get 30 40 miles of pure electric and then it's going to switch over and alternate between gas and electric. So that's the safe bet, but with the way this car's holding range, I don't think you have a problem in the world.
4: Okay, yeah, that's what your article or your uh, your your uh, post was uh, quite explicit about and that was uh, very intriguing to me. So again, thank you for putting time into it. I hope your back gets
1: better. Oh, thank you. Um, me too. Me too. No
4: I've been there before. Truth uh, is, I'm gonna
1: the, I'm gonna see a surgeon on Tuesday, and looks like that's the path. Right.
4: Well, I really appreciate you answering that for me, and uh, again, uh, blessings to you and to your family. And, thank uh, you, sir. Thank you for your time.
1: Very kind, you very kind. It. I appreciate that. You know, I, and again, this is the longest re- review I've ever written. One reason is I didn't do the re- I didn't do the video like I typically do, and. I didn't want to oversell this car, but I wanted everybody to have all the facts and everything that they could possibly need. If they are going to make that leap to electric and we're all going to at some point, I mean, it looks, at least it looks that way. Uh, We're all headed that direction. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm just really blown away with what Volkswagen did with this car and just can't wait to see what's next be the
0: person in your group who can say i know a guy before buying your next car call CarPro usa at
1: 1-800-926-7777 and don in montgomery texas welcome how can i help you Hello there. Hi, Don. Uh, let me get
5: it off the speaker. How about that? How are you?
1: I'm doing good, brother. What's up?
5: Hey, what's going on is my daughter goes to school in Florida at FSU, and we had a little 11 cruise that we would gotten everything fixed up on and had zero issues, doesn't drive a lot. Somebody pulled out in front of her in a big armada the other day, Ugh. and their fault. Totaled that thing out. So I didn't want them to do that because the value was very low
1: right right
5: <laughs> but, but anyway what we're trying to replace it with is what we always wanted to get her was something like an escape something in that group range yeah um uh, i it, i'd never bought a car like that i did when i was in the used car business maybe a little bit without unseen because they were dirt cheap back in the day but but buying a car mm. from florida and you know i'm the the guaranteed way would be a certified uh, but I'm looking at maybe twelve thousand or less. Uh, am, am I going to be able to make that happen with what's happened to the used car market? No,
1: not re- not on a certified one. Not right now. They're just they're they're bringing way more than that at the auction. And all certified cars are under sixty thousand miles, so that's the sweet spot. Um, it's that's that's going to be tough. And you're going to buy it in Florida, right?
5: Yeah, that would be easier because yeah, you know it's a. It's a a day-and-a-half drive over there, so just transporting and doing all that and taking off, and I thought that would maybe be easier.
1: I think you're right. Um, I, I would look at the Escape. I would look at the Chevy Equinox, which has equally been as good uh, through the years. Both of those have been great SUVs. Um, you know, I, I think if you could take that budget up to about 15000 then you could get a certified one. You could probably get... Uh, you know, one with close to a hundred thousand miles for that twelve thousand dollar mark, but you know, now what? Then what are you looking at? You know, as far as maintenance and repairs and her breaking down and you being so far away, that's a tough one. So if you can, if you can somehow get that budget up to about fifteen thousand and do some smart shopping online, I think you could probably find something in a certified one that were. I wish I knew a dealer there. I don't. But I, let me warn you on this. And this is this is from an article on my FAQ page. Watch the documentary fees. There's no limit in Florida. I've seen them as high as
0: $1500. Jerry Riddles is the CarPro and he can't wait to help you decide on your next vehicle. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
1: This hour of USA is brought to you by Progressive's Home Insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Every year,
2: November, December, Jerry always says he hates to hear people say, yeah, I'm thinking about a new car, but I'll wait till after the first of the year. He always says that's going to cost you money. Yes. This year, a lot of people are saying, I'm probably going to buy a new car for me, maybe my teen, but I'm going to wait till the school year ends. It may not cost you money, but it sure is likely to cost you selection.
1: It is, and if you got a trade-in, these prices have got to come down. They can't stay where they are. It's impossible. the The market won't sustain it. But you know, getting while the getting's good. When when you want to save some money on. Your overall out-of-pocket on a car. you got to find the right time. That's why I talk about incentives so much, and when they're at their peaks. Right now, I'm talking about trade values because they're at levels that I would have never imagined, and I've been doing this for a long, long time. I've worked more auctions than you can imagine in my lifetime. In fact, one of my... Most entertaining stories on my series of true stories from a for, former car dealer that's at the bottom of the FAQ page, by the way, oh, they're I all there. I love
2: so much. I love it so
1: It's titled Auctions. And i tell you some funny, funny stories about things that happened to me at the auction. When you're, when you're watching an auction and they're selling a car every 45 seconds, you don't have very long to make a decision. and And that's what we're seeing right now. Is, is, and especially with the big box stores, when you start talking about CarMax and Carvana and Varum and Echo Park and all those, and they are all short on inventory right now, and they're just beating each other up when it comes to, to bidding. And, and you see, I love to, I love knowing, cause you can see who's bidding when you're watching the simulcast. I love to see Carvana and CarMax go up against each other and see who's who's going to give. And, boy, I tell you, it's, it's fascinating. Uh, one of the stories in this week's free weekly newsletter that I want to call your attention to is a, a original content written by me, The Dangers of Co-Signing an Auto Loan. There are things there that you may not have considered if you're thinking about co-signing for a friend or a relative and i also give you some preventative tips to make sure that you don't get hung up in a loan that you co-signed for i have seen this so many times in my lifetime somebody co-signs for somebody else that person doesn't pay the bills and the person who did the co-signing finds out too late the loan is 60 days past due before the lender contacts you and says, Hey, you know, you're the co-signer on this note and you're responsible for it. And looks like who you cosigned for is defaulting. Then what do you do? It's a tough one. I give you some real things to think about there. Also, our Houston friends, Meekum is in town right now. And I give you the schedule and the TV uh, times and stuff. All this is in the newsletter. Full of information, and I got to tell you, my video of the week, which, of course, won uh, over Kevin's, of course, uh, of course uh, was probably it was it about was spectacular. five minutes long of the most intense police chase shot from a uh, police officer's dash cam that I've ever seen. It, it it had me on pins and needles. So give you an idea how crazy this guy was driving a Chevy Suburban, They had to pit maneuver him five times before they
2: got him. Usually once is enough to spend somebody spinning.
1: Maybe twice, but five, it was the fifth attempt. All that's in the newsletter. Subscribe today from the front page of carprousa.com, and we'll get it to you today. And to San Antonio, we go now and talk to Wally. Wally, what's up, my friend? Wally, are you there?
6: Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. Good, uh, good, good. Enjoy your show. I always enjoy your show. Uh have a question. I've got a 2001 Silverado, 2,500. Uh, I put 150,000 miles on it. I'm pulling a fifth wheel, which is about 13, maybe 15,000 loaded. Yeah. Uh, it does does well. It's a gasoline engine. <sighs> I was concerned it wouldn't be strong enough to pull that uh, fifth wheel, but I pulled it from Denton to San Antonio. I had no problem.
1: Which engine do you have in the in your in your current truck?
6: Yeah, I think it's a 450 something.
1: But is it is, it, is it gas or diesel?
6: It's gas. Gasoline. Okay.
1: It. I said. Oh. I mentioned gasoline. Okay, very good. So, what are you thinking about doing? And
6: I'm 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 wanting to upgrade, so to speak, getting a newer vehicle. This doesn't have power windows, stuff like this, some of the bells and whistles. So I'm 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 wanting to upgrade, but I understand that there's certain year models that transmissions were bad in certain trucks. I don't know if it was by make or, you know, whether Chevy or Dodge or whatever. So I want to stay away from those air uh, those year models um i'm I'm sure you're familiar with what i'm saying that the transmissions came out bad or weak or whatever i wanna upgrade maybe get a i don't know three or four or five uh twenty five hundred gasoline probably uh, cause it did well um uh, i don't know what you'd recommend
1: well the only i i mean when you when you hear about the something like transmission issues um that typically tells me somebody's been online looking around and checking out vehicles to see how their reliability is. And that's not really the best way to do it because only the people that had a problem get online and talk about it. People who never had a problem don't do that. So you get a very jaded view of any vehicle out there. Now, with that said, Mm. Around 05, 06, uh, the Rams did have some issues with transmissions. And okay. not to say it's all of them, because there are a million of those trucks on the road. But it yes. seemed to be more pronounced with, with those couple of years, and then they got it fixed up. I'm not aware of any issues with the Allison transmission in the Chevrolet's they have been good. Okay. So if you, you know, if you're going to do a Ram, I'd go before or after 05 and 06. If you're going to go with okay. a Chevy, I think you're wide open. I think the big thing then to look for is, you know, the mileage. The lower the miles, the more what use the, you're going to get out of it.
6: 6.0 versus 6.2 engine, I don't know the difference.
1: In the in the Chevys? Yeah. Uh, both have been good um, it's the Fords that you want to beware from 2003 to 2007 they they were very problematic trucks but if you're looking at Chevy uh, the 6.2's got more power and it was more fuel efficient believe it or not um, they, that was the upgrade engine so you know I think if I think either would be fine but if you got a choice, then go with the 6.2. They still use that engine today, and it's been a really good one. I hope I've helped you, Wally. Good luck to you, my friend. There's more than one choice for your
0: next car, truck, or SUV. Find out which one suits you. Call CarPro USA at (laughs) 1-800-926-7777.
2: Thanks for joining us on CarPro USA, the most listened to auto advice show in the whole country. It's a big place. Susan is in a cool place, yeah. Los
1: Angeles. Hi Susan. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure, what can I help you with? Well, I'm
7: getting close to retiring and I want I you know my 2008 Scion is getting a little long in the tooth, and I was looking at the Bolt, the Chevy Bolt and the Prius, and then about this Volkswagen today, I just heard the tail end of that review. Yeah. So, I'm just wondering what you think.
1: Well, if you're going to go all electric, this this Volkswagen, for me, is just spectacular. I mean, the range, the performance, the ride, the drive— uh, it's a real SUV with an electric engine, and so many of these vehicles that I'm seeing today, that they're, they're not really SUVs. They're more cars with bigger wheels, and they call them SUVs, but they're really just hatchbacks. If you're going to go all electric, then I, right now at least, this Volkswagen is by far superior to anything I've driven, and I've had them all.
7: And you've driven
1: the Bolt, the Chevy Bolt, also. I have. I didn't do a full week with it, but I have driven it, and you know, people seem to like it. It, You know, it's small; it's very small versus this Volkswagen, which is very roomy inside, and and it's got better better visibility than you're going to get with a car. And there's not that much difference in the price. I mean, it's amazing. This Volkswagen, you know, is forty-five grand, but with the credits that you get, it's thirty-five grand. Uh, a Bolt is going to run, you know, upper upper thirties before the credits. So you're probably talking a five thousand dollar difference, but for the range and everything that comes along with this thing, I mean, right now at least, it's by far the most superior uh, electric I've had. Right, and then the Prius doesn't really
7: catch up. I
1: guess well i I love the Prius as a hybrid um and I haven't had much experience with it as an electric as a hybrid Prius is the absolute tops it's the pinnacle so if yeah. you go if you go hybrid definitely go with the Prius, but if you go electric, I'd go with the Volkswagen okay i I really appreciate it. I
7: hope your back gets better thank you Susan. Without That's very surgery. kind.
1: That my written review is up at carprousa.com. dot com. Click the menu button at the top right, and you can read all about it. And Jonathan in Austin, Jonathan, welcome. Hey Jerry,
3: thank you very much. You bet, sir. Hey, yeah, I'm looking. I've uh, been a long time Wrangler purchaser uh, since high school. I'm on my second Wrangler now. I've had it since 2011. So I'm kind of getting the itch with this four by e that you know uh, came out this year. Of, Yep. looking at that. and wanted to get your thoughts on, on that.
1: I just haven't had it, and, and I'm scared to comment on a vehicle always until I can spend some time with it, because sometimes your, 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 initial, your initial thoughts are wrong. I, I was wrong on this Volkswagen I'm driving. I thought this isn't going to be a big deal. It's just going to be another electric car. It's going to be a Volkswagen. No biggie, and I had the shock of my lifetime. Mm. I have helped some people get the the uh, the electric jeep and so far feedback has been very good with it but it's so early in the life of these things I just don't know what to tell you with certainty um, if you want to I tell you if you want to talk to Dan Covert at Covert Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram he is completely up to speed on these things he's driven them he is he's a walking encyclopedia on him. He can be a lot more help to you than I can be at this point. I'll have it and I hope to have it fairly soon. But at this point, I just man all I know is what I read and what I hear back from listeners. Don't know of anything negative, but I also I mean it's so soon to know about reliability.
0: If Jerry Reynolds the Car Pro says it, you can bank on it call CarPro USA at
1: 1-800-926-7777. Paul and Austin, we've got about two minutes here, sir, and they're all yours.
7: I'll time it out. Hey, Jerry, I think with your cloud experience and knowledge of the industry, you could help push the industry In the right direction on a couple of things that would help the industry and, most of all, car buyers. One is I've noticed that sometimes just a little software improvement, you have to buy a whole other package, and it really doesn't cost the dealership. It doesn't cost the manufacturers anything uh, to put that little software improvement on all of their cars. So it's almost right at the edge of unethical or criminal to not put safety-involved software improvements across their entire line when it really doesn't cost them anything once they've developed it. So if you could push just one or two of the manufacturers in that direction, the others will follow. And another idea that would cost little, it would have a little upfront investment. Since most of the welds are spot welds, they ought to add additional welders. And however many welds they have on cars today, they ought to increase them by two or fold to – make the car stronger more crash resistant and certainly make the frames or the monocoque frames stiffer and much safer and a better drive for the consumers costing the manufacturers almost nothing once they amortize the cost of another half dozen
4: Yeah,
1: month. and boy that's a great that is a great thought right there because I talk often about the Toyota 4Runner for instance and The reason I think those things are so indestructible and would go so far is they're on a truck chassis, and they do do a lot of welding on that one. Uh, They have for years. So when the new one comes out, I hope they continue that tradition. But good points, Paul. you, You are very knowledgeable about the industry, I can tell that. And probably my best shot in trying to help with something like that probably going through uh, Ford and Stellantis. That's the two that I have the best connections with. So I will take that under advisement, sir. And if there's anything I can do, I certainly will. And I do appreciate the call.
0: Jerry Reynolds is the car pro. You are the car amateur. Get free advice from CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.